Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Young Black and Opinionated. This is your host, Christina Royster, aka Miss Chris D. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Chris D. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO Podcast. And make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening, rate and review the show. I really appreciate that. On today's episode, I have news, music, TV, and a year canceled because I'm really pissed off about something this week. So you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned and listen to this little commercial because I got to pay the bills. All right. So first things first, I want to put y'all on to something. This is the segment of the show where I put y'all on to my favorite thing this week, whether it be food, music, TV, whatever I'm feeling that week. And this week, I want to put y'all on to a young lady who's kind of going viral with her funny TikTok videos. Her name's Katie, and you've probably seen her videos. Basically, she acts as four different personas. She acts as her brain, her logic, her heart, and her lady parts. And her videos are hilarious. Um, Basically, it's like all four of parts of her are talking to the to each other and it's usually about romance and relationships and the lady parts are like well I like them and the logic is saying I don't like them and then sometimes a red flag drops in the conversation so her videos are so funny to me and I think she's around she's around my age maybe younger she's like 22 23 um but her videos on TikTok have gotten so popular and people want to watch all of them at the same time. So she made a whole Instagram account specifically for the council. She's calling them the council. So you can follow her on Instagram at the period council with a K, K O U N C I L. And yeah, just check her videos out. I think I just like genuine, authentic, funny people. She's not an influencer or anything like that, but she's already gotten so many followers from this. And, um, Her name is Katie. I think her last name is Florence. Not really sure. But check her out on Instagram and TikTok. All right, we have a lot to cover on today's episode. So let's jump right into the news. This past week, 1,000 Wendy's restaurants ran out of hamburgers. So you've probably seen while we're in this global pandemic, coronavirus, etc., that stores are running out of meat. I personally go to the store and I see that they have barely anything and then if they do have anything there's like a limit like a one chicken limit so apparently um there are plenty of cows there's not a shortage of cows there's not a shortage of beef the problem is the meat processing plants they're in the middle between the ranchers and the stores right and these plants have slowed down or closed completely due to uh the coronavirus so some people are saying hey this is a good thing we don't need to eat so much meat anyway but other people are saying like this is how i make my living i need to sell this cattle i mean i don't i i don't feel bad that cows aren't being killed i mean i do like meat but it's, i don't think it's gonna kill me if i go a couple of months without it you know well i mean i'm still buying meat so i can't even say that but let's just see how this thing plays out because everybody's talking about toilet paper but now the new thing is meat shortage Also, this is some happy black news. Princeton names their first black valedictorian in the school's 274 year history. So congrats to this guy. His name is Nicholas Johnson. He's actually from Montreal. So I don't know if we can really claim him, but look, we gonna claim him anyway. His skin is brown. And um, he was an operations research major with a financial engineering concentration. So this boy better get a job after all this. Um, So shout out to Nicholas Johnson. 
That's just so crazy. This Ivy League school has been around for over 200 years. All the people who have gone through there. I talked about Michelle Obama on the last episode. Michelle Obama went to Princeton. Her brother went to Princeton. And now 200 years, this guy finally becomes the first valedictorian. That is a huge accomplishment. Like, I can't imagine in 2020, you're 22 years old and someone tells you like you're the first to ever do this. I can't imagine. That is so awesome. Um, also pretty cool, not as exciting as the first black valedictorian from Princeton, but also pretty cool. Rob Pattinson photographs himself for the June slash July GQ cover. So I work at a magazine. We're trying to figure out how to make a magazine from home. GQ says, let's hand Rob Pattinson a camera and let him photograph himself. And he has done a pretty good job. Go check out that June, July cover story. Um, like... I wouldn't be able to tell that he took them of himself. They look great. So shout out to Rob Pattinson. I know that he um is supposed to be the new Batman. I don't know what's going on with that or when that's supposed to come out. Some people were kind of complaining about it, but I can kind of see it. The whole Twilight thing, him playing a vampire, Batman just seems like the next logical step. Um, all right, so we have a couple sad things, but we're gonna, we're gonna celebrate these people's lives. Andre Harrell. Uh, He was a 59-year-old music executive. He passed away from heart failure. 59 years old. That's so young, man. Um, He founded Uptown Records in 1986. He was the CEO of Motown Records for a little bit. And he even had his hand in film and television. Um, You know, he really bridged the gap between hip-hop and R&B. And he mentored Diddy, Sean Puffy Combs. I don't know if he goes by Puffy, Diddy. What did he go by now? But anyway, it's a really sad... Uh, loss in the hip-hop R&B space and the black community overall um so we want to just tip our hat to Andre Harrell um man he really did good things also we lost little Richard this past week so Richard Wayne Pennyman died at age 87 I'm not sure what he passed away from but um little Richard Everybody knows him. He's the originator, the innovator, the architect of rock and roll. Literally, there would not be an Elvis without Little Richard. And Little Richard really didn't get his flowers. And I saw an article this past week after his passing titled, this is a New York Times article titled, Little Richard Wasn't Conceited. He Was Underappreciated. A black guy wrote this, Wesley Morris. So check this article out. But it's so true. Basically... I feel like, I mean, we we already know how this story goes. Even today's culture, black people are the culture. We create things and everybody else bites off of it. Little Richard was doing all, every he was doing the grooving and the shaking and the, the outfits and, and the androgyny all before there was an Elvis or a Prince or anybody. And he never really got that credit. And so um, this video has surfaced on social media from the 1988 Grammys where little Richard basically says, so he comes out with this white guy uh, who's named David Johansson, and they're supposed to be presenting the best new artist or whatever. And right off the bat, little Richard starts off pointing at the guy's hair like, I used to wear my hair like that. They take everything I get. They take it from me. (laughs) So first everyone's like, oh, ha ha. But this guy, you can tell he's like visibly uncomfortable. He just wears this like, help me smile. And so then... Um, little Richard goes on, they're supposed to announce the winner of the Grammy and little Richard says, the new art, the best new artist is me. And the audience cheers and laughs and stands up on their feet because, you know, everybody's having fun and joking, 
But little Richard is not joking. He goes on to say, I have never received nothing. You all ain't never give me no Grammy. And I've been singing for years. At this time, he was already like 50, in his 50s at this uh, Grammy's presentation. And he even goes on to say, I am the architect of rock and roll. I am the originator. And he's just acting like, uh, some people say he's acting like a diva, but really he's just, he's stating facts. Like he really started all of this. And I hope now people will, you know, pay him the respect he deserves. Speaking of music, um, let's get into some modern music. We have Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat get their first number one on the Hot 100 chart with the Say So remix. I was surprised. All these years Nicki has been making music, she hasn't had a number one. And that begs the question, does having a number one on the Hot 100 make you the best female rapper? Like, do you have to have a number one hit to be the best in your category? I don't know if that's necessary. Necessary? Necessary. I don't know why I said it like that. But, um, I mean, she didn't get there alone. It's a remix with Doja Cat. And I really like Doja Cat. I like her last album. I think I talked about it on the podcast. Um, this song, Say So, this really got its jumpstart, kind of like Savage, Megan Thee Stallion Savage, on TikTok. They did a whole dance to Say So on TikTok, and it just went viral. Um... And then Nicki Minaj hopped on the remix. And actually, this remix was going head to head for the number one spot with Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce's remix. So now we see who's on top. I think the pop people just run the charts, you know. This song is definitely more pop than Megan and Beyonce's was. Um, But shout out to them. That's really cool. I mean, I love seeing women at number one. So um, I'm really excited about that. Also, Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande came out with a single. I'm feeling this. It's called Stuck With You. It's a nice little love song. I definitely will put this on the wedding playlist. You feel me? Um, and I was thinking like all these remixes and everything. I guess you don't really need to be in the booth in the studio with somebody to record together. You can record your part. They can record their part. And music is so... Uh, we're we're in the future, y'all. We're, we're in 2020. And you could just do everything from the comfort of your home. Clearly like Rob Pattinson, you can do a whole photo shoot for a magazine. So um, I don't know if this was recorded before quarantine, after, but I don't care. I'm feeling it. Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Stuck With You. Check that out. Um, where is another? I need another album for Ariana Grande. I'm not going to grill you, sis, but where's the album? I, I, I'm expecting a couple albums. Cardi B, we've been waiting. I was just talking about this this week. Um, it's been two years since Invasion of Privacy. Your time is up. Anywho... We did get a new album from Kaylani this week. So y'all, look, this album, you need to stream it. This album was so good. It's called It Was Good Until It Wasn't. She's got features with Tory Lanez, Janaiko, Lucky Day. And I just love it. She's just so vulnerable. She's just so genuine. And I just love it. Um... I think one of my favorite songs is definitely the Janae Aiko song. Um, also, the one song, I think it's called I Hate the Club. Relatable. <laughs> Very relatable. And then I saw her on an uh, interview with The Breakfast Club or whoever it was. And Charlemagne was basically saying, like, you can't stand a little cheating. Because she, she said, you know, me and YG didn't work out. I saw some things I didn't want to see in his phone. And he he just be asking the dumbest questions. I know he has a job to do. I know he's a media personality. But Charlemagne is so effing annoying. Oh my God. He just be asking those inappropriate questions. Like, well, what did you see? 
She clearly doesn't want to talk about it. Like, why are you pressing her? Damn. Um, but the real queens of neo soul R&B blessed us this week. I'm talking about Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Um, as you guys have probably seen on Instagram, there have been these versus battles. So we had, um... French Montana versus Tory Lanez. We had Timbaland versus Swizz Beats. And they blessed us, Jill Scott and Erica Badu. This was not a battle. This was not a woman versus woman. This was a celebration. This was just beautiful. I wanted to light some incense and candles and drink my wine mixed with Hennessy. I don't know what I was feeling. I was just feeling so peaceful. Like, they did start out, they started out late. Now, I'm not going to hold you. I don't know if it's Erica Badu or Lauren Hill who's always late, but they was late starting this one. Then Erica's had out the, the microphones with the keyboard, and I was like, oh, no, we got a Teddy Riley situation with the echo. <laughs> but these two women were just uplifting each other. And Jill Scott um, started out by talking about how um, Erica Badu, Erica Badu has only ever sang her own songs. The only time she ever sang somebody else's lyrics was when Jill Scott wrote them. So she was like, you didn't have to give me a chance, and you did. And Erica Badu was like, I had to give you a chance. Like, that was her civic duty. And that's the kind of uplifting we need right now. Ava DuVernay actually tweeted, the joy of blackness was deeply felt today, and I needed that light, that love, that community, the way only we do it. Blessings and beauty to the queens, Erica Badu and Jill Scott. The harmony, hope, and humanity you shared tonight was simply exquisite. That was definitely one of my most favorite uh, Instagram live versus battles. They definitely pulled it off elegantly. They were just so beautiful. But I have to say, some of these tweets were my favorite tweets. Someone tweeted, Jill Scott is your drunk auntie. Erica Badu is your high auntie. <laughs> Somebody else tweeted, Jill is the queen of making. I ain't supposed to be going to this nigga house music. And <laughs> look, somebody said like, Jill will make the song, I'm not supposed to go to his house, followed by the song on your way back home. <laughs> and also somebody tweeted, how Erica, somebody talked about, so <laughs> somebody talked about how Erica must have like this mystical, magical pussy because every guy that she dates just transforms into this intergalactic spiritual person and somebody tweeted how erica turned common from a chicago battle rapper to a transcendental galactic train conductor so we all had so much fun with this battle uh they definitely was pulling out all the memes and i just loved it so much and i hope to see more of that i think next on the list this so this whole versus thing has just become a whole entity of its own they made like a whole um, Instagram channel for I'm looking it up right now to see what's the next battle for you guys. So the whole Instagram page is called versus V E R Z U Z dot TV. And, um, so this entity has been hosting the battles. I'm not sure who's behind it. If it's a record label or what have you, eh, my wifi is going slow, but the point is, oh, the next one is ludicrous versus Nelly. Oh, Wow. Okay, wow. Who do y'all think has more hits? Who do you think's winning that one? I gotta tune in for that. That's crazy. Wow. Okay, moving on. Where, where is my notes? I got lost. <laughs> Let's get into TV and movies. So I wanted to talk about this movie all day and a night because I didn't get a chance to the other day. Um, I watched it on Netflix. So this is a Netflix original. 
honestly, Netflix is where it's at right now. Everything that I have to recommend to you is from Netflix. Um, All Day and a Night. Oh, it only has 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if you guys care about that. But I personally like it. I like it a lot. Um, I mean, it was just a good story about... I'm not ruining anything by telling you this because it's the synopsis. You can Google it. Basically, this kid goes to jail and then the whole movie, he like takes a look back at how he ended up there. And um, it talks about, you know, black fatherhood, male friendship, um, just growing up in a tough part of Oakland. Uh, so this just came out May 1st. It's May 12th now. So it's been out for a couple weeks. But um, it's starring Ashton Sanders who we've seen in uh, Moonlight, the Wu-Tang um, series on Hulu. Uh, it stars Jeffrey Wright, Yahya Abdul. Um, just really great cast. And I think that you guys should definitely check this out. I'm really excited for this young man. He's been in so many movies. He's been in a lot of like big roles. And I'm so excited for him. Because I was just thinking the other day, like, you know, the black community, we still celebrate Will Smith. We celebrate Denzel Washington. But who is like the Will Smith of my generation? Who is the who is that versatile character that can just do anything? Is it Chadwick Boseman? Chadwick Boseman has played Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, and James Brown, and the Black Panther. So it might go to him. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited for like young black actors. And I think that's a really great movie and you guys should check it out. Also on Netflix... That's what I'm saying. Like, Netflix just got it going on right now. Hulu, I don't know about you. Um, Trial by Media. So this is a docu-series. You know I'm obsessed with true crime. This one basically talks about how the media has played a role in a lot of big cases. The first episode right off the bat talks about um, the Jenny Jones talk show case. So this is essentially a 1995 case where a guy was taken on the Jenny Jones show. I didn't even, I was too young to even remember that show. It's kind of like a Ricky Lake, Maury Povich, uh, Jerry Springer type show where the goal of the show is obviously to catch people by surprise, you know, just weird, crazy shit. And so this guy goes on the show to find out which one of his friends has a crush on him. So they have him sitting in between a man and a woman and it turns out that the man has a crush on him. So the guy... John, he is not gay. He's heterosexual. But the guy who has a crush on him, um, Scott, he is gay. And so he's embarrassed. You know, oh, I just found out on national television my friend has a crush on me. Everybody's going to think I'm gay. He's so embarrassed. Three days later, he shoots the guy. So they were just talking about how crazy the media was involved. And that's only the first episode. So you guys got to check out the other episodes um, if you're into true crime and looking for something new. Because I've just about watched everything. I watched the Waco series on Netflix. I've exhausted all my options. Um, and lastly, I want to recommend to you guys um, this TV show, Dead to Me. So I love this show. Um, season one last year was about Actually, I don't even know if it was last year. It might have been the year before that. I feel like it's been a while between seasons. Um, but Dead to Me is basically about this lady played by Christina Applegate. Love her. Um, her husband dies in a hit and run. So she goes to, you know, one of these griefed groups and she makes a friend named Judy. And Judy is super nice to her. You know, Judy even moves in with her and helps her out with her kids, all this kind of stuff. But the catch is that Judy is the one who hit her husband and she has no idea. So um, season two is back 
and it's crazy and I think you guys should check out this show I think it's only like 10 episodes but I'm loving it so far um I think they're like 30 minute episodes I wish every show needs to be an hour I'm sorry but 30 minutes is just too darn short for me um so stay tuned because I have a year canceled this week and then I'll wrap it up for you all right so it's time for your canceled Normally, you're canceled. It's a little humorous. I normally give it to somebody acting a damn fool this week, pissing me off. This week, it's a little more serious. Um, Obviously, I couldn't let this show go by, Young, Black, and Opinionated, without mentioning the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. So my year canceled goes to 64-year-old Gregory McMichael and his 34-year-old son, Travis McMichael, the murderers who shot um, Ahmad Arbery in cold blood. Now look, these two are freaking canceled for life. You're you're can you're off this earth. Like I don't want to ever see these scumbags again. Basically, if you haven't heard this story yet, you must be living under a rock and you don't pay attention to civil civil justice. But anyways, let's just recap. Ahmad Arbery was 25 years old. He was shot and killed while jogging in Brunswick, Georgia, on February 23rd. So. First of all, this happened months ago, and it's just come to light in the month of May. And you know what? Somebody tweeted, they didn't make arrest because they saw the tape. They made arrest because we saw the tape. That's why this took so long. Do you think that this case would have ever been handled the way it's been handled if the public didn't see the recording of Ahmad being shot in cold blood. No, there's a reason that this happened in February and we're not hearing about it until May. They swept it under the rug. And let me tell you how. So not only are the killers canceled, but we'll get into it. The The, the county police department is canceled as well. Um, and you know, Ahmad, was, Ahmad is, was only 25 years old and he was out jogging in his neighborhood. I'm 25. I've gone out in my neighborhood jogging. I took, I, t- I thought I took the necessary precautions wearing my bright pink pants and, you know, not wearing my headphones. So I'm not, I'm not snuck up on anybody, but it was the middle of the day and Ahmad was shot by a man and his son because they claimed they were acting in self-defense. You can watch the video for yourself if you can even stomach it. I didn't even finish watching the whole video because who wants to watch a 25 year old unarmed black man get shot on camera again? I'm sick and tired of it. But anyways, they claim that he was out stealing or something. They they said that there was a neighborhood robbery and they thought that he was the suspect. So they pursued him. That's not your fucking job. And the problem is the father is a former law enforcement officer who used to work for the local district attorney, Jackie Johnson, who recused herself because she was like, I'm too close to the case. But before recusing herself, she made sure that, um, where is it? I wrote it down. The two two county commissioners told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that Johnson's office blocked police from arresting the McMichaels after the shooting. So you, you made sure he didn't get arrested, and then you recused yourself in this case. Jackie Johnson, you're fucking canceled. Anywho, um, you know, he was just jogging. And then this video came out of Ahmad. On his jog, he goes into a house that's under construction. Is it weird? Yes. Why are you stopping by a house under construction taking a look around? I don't know. It doesn't make him look good. But the GBI, the Georgia um, Bureau of Investigation, made note 
that Ahmad wasn't breaking any laws by going on to the, the property. He didn't take anything. He only stayed for a brief moment and then he left. All he did was look around. And you know what? I can't fault him for that because I've definitely walked onto my neighbor's lawn and taken pictures of flowers because I thought they were pretty. That was probably trespassing. So even if these guys did think Ahmad was a robbery suspect, even if they did see him trespassing, whatever, it's not your fucking job to chase somebody down and shoot them at close range with a shotgun, period. (sighs) So anyways, after the video went viral, oh, and and the point I was making about the clothes is that somebody tweeted, if I see one more black person tweet about the college sweatshirt they wear while they jog. They used to swing niggas from trees and suits, slacks, and hard bottoms. You're not dressing your way out of this shit. You can't be, a re- you can't respectable Negro your way to humanity. That tweet, chef's kiss. Perfect. Because let me tell you how people are like, oh, well, that's why I be jogging with my Rucker shirt on. That's why I be jogging with my Harvard shirt on. Do you think they give a fucking flying fuck where you went to school no they see brown skin they see black skin they see black man and they get scared oh i'm so scared you're scared of a man going for a jog you're armed he's not and then let's talk about this video so this video is taken from a car following behind the shooter's car and i this whole time i'm like who took this video hmm why were you there why were you recording this man's name William Roddy Bryan has finally spoken out. Um, And so he's the one who recorded the video. This man had the nerve to say, "Um, I had nothing to do with it. I'm trying to get my life back to normal and it's been smeared for the last week. I was told I was a witness and I'm not sure what I am. Sir, you're a witness to murder and you might be an accomplice because why the fuck would you record this dude? I'm sorry for the expletives, but I'm pissed off. Why would you sit there and record somebody getting shot and not get out the car and say, hey, don't do that. Hey, what are you doing? Leave him alone. You didn't get out and you didn't help this young man. You sat there and recorded it. And I'm grateful that we can see it on camera, but I'm not happy with the fact that you sat there and didn't do anything. In fact, Ahmad's mother, Wanda Cooper Jones, said that um, the guy who took the video should be charged. And I completely agree. And... At the least, he, he needs to be involved somehow. Um, so the, the father and son, Gregory McMichael and Travis McMichael, they have been arrested for murder and aggravated assault. And this is just due to the fact that Ahmad's case has gone viral. It's nothing but. They would never have made an arrest if we didn't see that tape. And um, Black America didn't stand up and fight for Ahmad. Even in quarantine, we're standing up and fighting for Ahmad. And I, I saw a couple of videos and they were a little bit dramatic, but they got the point across. This white man made a TikTok. He was jogging with a TV in his hand and a shirt off. He said, all right, I think I got it. I think, I think I got the formula. I'm jogging with my shirt off down the street with a TV that I could have stolen. Surely somebody's going to stop me, right? But no, he proved a point. It only happens when you're black. Um, so, you know, like I said earlier, due to the conflict of interest with the damn police and the prosecutors, this case is now already on its third prosecutor. But he said that um, he definitely will ask a grand jury to bring charges against the McMichaels. And that's just, that's what we need to remember. Just because we got an arrest, that doesn't mean shit. I'm sorry to say, they probably just made an arrest just to shut the black people up. But we can't let this rest. We need to see this all the way through. I need, I need justice for Ahmad. And, I, and, and there was another young black man who just died this past week on Facebook Live. Um, it's just sad. Aren't we supposed to be in the house? 
How are police officers still out here shooting people? We're, we're on quarantine. We're on lockdown. They have nothing else to do. Um, and, and going back to that show I just watched, The Trial by Media, they had an episode about uh, Amadou. Ugh, can't remember his last name. But the young man who was shot 41 times by the New York Police Department. They had an episode about that on the docuseries. This has been going on forever. I was going to say for decades, but more than decades. Like the young man said in his tweet, we've been hung, we've been crucified. And I want, I want justice. I don't want an arrest. I want a trial and I want a conviction. So Gregory McMichael and Travis McMichael, you're fucking canceled for life. I hope you rot in hell. <laughs> Period. Hope you spend the rest of your life in jail. I don't want the death sentence. I want I want I want natural born life without the possibility of parole. That's what I want. Cause it's murder. Point blank period. You can't say self-defense when the other person's not attacking you. Like what? What are you talking about? Ugh, I'm disgusted. You're canceled. All right, guys, that was a lot to take in this episode, but thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen, make sure you subscribe. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO podcast. And you can follow me if you feel inclined to do so on Instagram and Twitter, Miss Chris D, M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E. And yeah, you know, this week we had a lot of highs, a lot of lows, but let's just stick together. Community is so important right now. Just hug your loved ones. um, And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.